joining us on another episode of Friend Time Audio. My name is Angela. And my name is Dylan. How's everybody doing today? How are you doing, Dylan? I feel like that's honestly a loaded question. So we're recording this on November 2nd. And like we know what tomorrow is. (laughs) We don't even have to say it. Yeah. It's the season. I saw this tweet that was like, are y'all going to tune in for the season finale of America tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know what to expect. I don't know how to feel. I'm just, I don't know. Tomorrow's going to be heavy. I will be watching the news. I will be flipping through channels, watching YouTube. I will be on Twitter. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. And, like, if you're listening to this, whenever you're listening to this, and you haven't voted slash you didn't vote, if you didn't vote, shame on you. Like, you don't even deserve to listen to this. But, like, please fucking vote, y'all. Like, just fucking vote. We can't do another fucking four years of this. Like, oh, God. Yeah, at the time of this podcast, when it airs, this will be... Your last chance to vote, just go do it. There are some states that allow for same-day registration. So even if you're not registered, just go do it. You know, go drop off your ballot. Go stand in line if you have to, you know. I went to a a place um, in Arizona, Tucson, and there wasn't, like, there was barely anybody. It was super quick, super easy. You know, I feel that a lot of counties are prepared for this. Maybe not all, but... Not voting is not the kind of move you want to pull this year. Even if you think your vote doesn't count, just just think in the chance that it does, go vote. <sighs> yeah, and speaking of, like, counties preparing, like, people are, like, boarding up their, like, businesses and uh, houses and stuff, like, in big cities. They're, like, boarding up their windows and stuff, <gasps> like, preparing for riots. God. Isn't that fucking crazy? That is. That is really crazy. And uh, I don't want to think about that right now. Hopefully it doesn't get to that. And if it does, stay safe. Don't. I I would say, yeah, fight for your rights. But don't don't put yourself in danger. It's not worth it. It's really not. Because people are crazy. Like, and like the tension in America right now is so thick. And like, everybody's just on edge and mm-hmm. it's, just, it's crazy so yes like like Angela said like I'm all for like you know power to the people fight for your rights and everything but also like d- you can't like please don't <laughs> put yourself in danger. <laughs> or other people it's not worth it it's really not um I don't know I, I saw this thing online of this girl talking about you know, I really believe the universe does everything, God, whatever you believe in, everything happens for a reason. And whoever is elected, whoever is holds positions um, of power, that's a, a representation of the people. And if, if so be it, if it is Trump, God forbid, it's just really, really reflective of who really 
is the United States and that things really, really have to change and things will change. I really do believe that, but it's just going to take a lot of time and patience and on our part, you know, for now, just voting and making our voices heard, signing petitions, like peacefully protesting, calling upon our, our governors, our mayors, like everybody. So. Speaking of governors and mayors, like it's not just about the presidential election, like it's about your local and city elections, like beyond this. Proposition. Yeah. Too. yeah yes. Propositions. Like there really is no reason if you're over the age of 18 that you should not vote. Yeah. Cause really like the president, like obviously is a very important, you know, um, job in politics, but like, Change happens locally. Yeah, and imagine if Governor Ducey wasn't in power, if we had another governor that wasn't pro-Trump. Like, you know, it really... I know we're not voting for the governor this this ballot, but I'm just saying, as an example, it matters a lot. Yeah, and it's crazy. I think, like, over 80 million... I, I think I saw this. I might be wrong, but I saw this statistic that was, like, over 80 million people have voted, like just by mail-in or um, like drop-off ballot, which I think is more people is more people that voted than in the last election. Yeah. Yeah. I hope, I hope that's all, you know, reflective. Is there anything specific that you're going to do Dylan tomorrow? Like, I don't know for myself, I can say I'm probably going to take it easy tomorrow. Like I'm going to, you know, treat myself with some coffee um, from like Starbucks or whatever, just, I don't know, just like take care of my own well-being, light a candle, watch, you know, not be alone that night, like watch it with my sister and my boyfriend, my family. Is there anything you're going to do? I'm literally, I'm going to take it easy. I'm not going to like, usually um, around like, like after I get off of work at like five and then I go for a run. No, not doing that tomorrow. I'm just going to stay home. Like I'm not going to like. I'm not going to, you know, go to the grocery, like no runs to Target, like nothing, like stay oh, yeah. home. Stay home, yeah. And just, yeah, like. Like watch a show maybe before or maybe even in the middle of it. Hey, you don't have to watch everything all the time to be informed. Like take a break, take it easy. I'm already feeling like so anxious about this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm just going to take it easy. Just chill. Great. So let's talk about this weekend, Halloween. Yes. How was <laughs> Halloween of 2020? Um, my Halloween was honestly really nice. Like I just hung out with a few friends and it was just really good vibes. Um and got drunk as fuck. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have hung out with Dylan on Halloween. My Halloween was okay. It was low-key. My costume killed it. I was a pink alien and my boyfriend was an astronaut. Wait, your costume was so cute. Thank you. I really worked hard on it. I practiced my makeup like twice before. Um, it was it was great. Even though, you know, I didn't really do much this Halloween, it was cool to take a picture and just plan out the costume, plan out my my look. Yeah, I was a dark angel. Um, and honestly, I love, like, it was kind of a last minute costume, but it really came together because like, 
um, if you listen to our first episode, um, I was going to be Ken, but I don't know. It just, I scrapped that because it just didn't look right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, what can I be? That's like super last minute, but like, but like shows some effort. And so, yeah, like the, I got like these black angel wings and they were only like 12 bucks. And then I wore like a black halo and that was only like five bucks and that was like my costume and i think it looked really nice like and i wore all black too and it's funny because like the wings i was wearing they were really big (laughs) so they kept like hitting people um so that was that was entertaining but no like i honestly i had a nice i had a nice halloween that's good. Are you starting to plan Thanksgiving? Like maybe what your plans are, like how to make it safe? I have no. And I was thinking about that today. I'm like, this is the time of year where everyone does the most gathering. Like yeah. Halloween, Thanksgiving, yeah. Christmas, New Year's. Like those are all holidays that like heavily involve like people coming together and like mm-hmm. having parties. So it's going to be interesting this year, like seeing what people do or don't do. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I have no idea what I'm doing for Thanksgiving. What about you? Um, I probably will be with my parents, but we'll make it COVID safe. You know, all of us will be tested, try and quarantine beforehand, like at least a few days after getting tested so that, you know, we're, there's not a real risk there, but it's just, we usually get together with everybody and, you know, do this whole thing. But I just, I cannot see that being a good idea. Like, especially I have older relatives and I don't want to put them at risk. So this year's going to be different, but you know what? That's okay. This is a global pandemic and we must adjust. We must change the way we're doing one year, not having our normal holiday, um, you know, festivities is going to be okay gonna be okay like you can do it next year even a few months from now you can get everyone together again in a a way that's safer a way that's more doable but i I just don't see how this is a good idea now so do you you usually do thanksgiving um like at your house no i usually go over to one of my relatives homes it's different every year but usually everybody gets together but this year i my they're still probably gonna do that they're not as you're either like really COVID safe or you don't give a fuck. Like I've noticed some people don't care. Some people do. And I, I respect people who do. Um, Cause I'm one of those people. Um, and they're, they will still probably get together, but I just don't think that's good for us. So I'm not, I'm not condoning that. I'm not going to participate. Um, and I do, I'm so excited that I, I love cooking and I'm going to cook everything this Thanksgiving, like from from the turkey to the mashed potatoes, like the pies. I'm so lit. I want to cook everything. I'm going to feel like Gordon Ramsay that day. <laughs> Are you going to be as mean as Gordon Ramsay? Absolutely. <laughs> Anybody who's going to cook with me has to know it's my kitchen. <laughs> Are you going to call people a stupid sandwich? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to make children cry? <laughs> <laughs> there's there better not be any kids around me because probably no I actually met somebody who was a, a cameraman on his show one of his shows he has so many 
And I asked him, oh, my God, what's he like? Like, what's he like in real life? And he's like, he's the nicest dude. We had so many conversations off camera that were just real and genuine. And he's just, it's all for, it's all for show. Yeah, no, I feel like you can tell it's all, like, just a show. Like, he's he's definitely a great character. Yeah, he's one of my favorite celebrities. And I just, I think, like, unfortunately for me, I I am that mean in real life. So (laughs) I like to yell at people. You do like to yell at people. I feel like you're not a mean person, but you love like yelling. I not like yelling to hurt someone's feelings. Just if I'm on a project and we're trying to get something done, like I'm turning into Beyonce. I'm going full Virgo, like Sasha Fierce, you know, Angela who like mm -mm. (laughs) either you're on my team or you're dead to me. (laughs) If you had an alter ego, who do you think that would be? Like, what would her name be? Oh my god, you're gonna have to help me out with this one. I don't know. Remember um when we used to like go out, we would say like you're Angie B, like Cardi B, but Angie B. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. Cardi B's pretty pretty intense, so I think <laughs> But so is Angie B. <laughs> <laughs> Angie from the block. <laughs> Um, so another thing that happened this past week was Ariana Grande released a new album, Positions. How are we feeling about it? What are thoughts? We've had a couple of days to like digest it now. So mm-hmm. how do we feel? I love it so much. I listened to one of her recent interviews and I really like that she said this because I, I love it so much, but for sure it's just it doesn't hit the same as thank you next that album that album was like revolutionary it was everything iconic mm-hmm. and i think that she she just mentioned like i don't i i i let go of that pressure to kind of outdo myself and just do my thing and because of that i heard that in this album she really transitioned into just like a more mature sound like i love the strings i love oh my god my hair the end of that song ooh there's so many hits in the song as well. And hearing this live, me and Dylan went to go see her live last year. Incredible. And fucking incredible. What do you think? And we had shitty seats too, but we were still like, mm. like hearing her voice live is so unreal. But my thoughts on the album, like, obviously I love it. I'm obsessed with it. And it's interesting for me because I feel like when I first, like when it first came out, Obviously, I binged listened to it, and I was like, yes, like, I love it, but, like, do I love it, love it? Like, I was really kind of going back and forth with myself, but, like, now that it's been out for a few days, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I just, oh, it's so, so good, and, like, I kind of like how her albums, they're not super feature-heavy, but, like, the features that she did do were, like, amazing and just oh man like I have no words just because it's I just love it so much I love her she's our queen she's COVID safe and she's everything really briefly before we jump into our topic for this podcast I just want to mention like something else that came out this weekend um or this week that's been in the news is all the celebrities like the Kardashians who have been partying it up you know, the, I mean, it's it's mentioned allegedly, uh, like Wendy Williams says, allegedly that they were all like rapid COVID tested beforehand. 
But I don't think they're sending the right message by gathering a hundred people, you know, just for a party. I, I get it. They're living within their means, like they're wealthy as shit and they can make that happen. But it's just like, dude, at least fucking wear a mask, like do the right thing, like inspire other people to do the same thing. Maybe that's why we're seeing so many people not care because all these public figures are acting like it's no big deal. So well, I feel like people just also don't care. <laughs> like, they're, regardless of public figures, like, there are so many people, like, anti-maskers and, you know, all those types of people who haven't given a fuck since, like, day one. Um, but, yeah, uh, I also saw this tweet that was, like, people are also mad about the fact that, like, these celebrities can afford to throw parties and do like rapid COVID testing. So it's kind of like they kind of found a loophole for the pandemic because they're not only wealthy, but they can like afford to, you know, do it safely, quote unquote. And that's also what makes people mad and annoyed and feel like even if you do rapid testing, it's still like not an excuse. Just because they're rich though? Yeah, because they're rich. I'm not mad that they're rich. I'm just mad that that what they're deciding to do is not, it's not promoting like Ariana Grande. She can, she can throw a party. Like she can afford to get everyone tested, but she's doing the right thing consciously and not sending out that message that it's okay. None of us like regular, schmegular, degular people can afford to have people tested just for an event. Like I encourage everyone to go get tested at Walgreens. So easy, so quick, amazing. They know, they know her at Walgreens. <laughs> they know who I am, yeah. But no, it's just, like, it's not that hard. Like, people have it way worse than you if you're a pop star or a fucking actress who's all rich. Like, people have it way worse than you. You don't got to do the big-ass celebrity party this year. Like, take it easy, take a step back. I don't know. That's what I think. Do the right thing. Just do the right thing. Stop it. <laughs> Get some yeah. help. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you do get rapid tested, that's what the White House was doing. And, you know, it didn't detect. Trump COVID. still got COVID. <laughs> and by the grace of God, I guess he's still alive. I don't think he had it. That was bullshit. But Oh, for sure. Um, okay. So the topic for this week is something that is very close to me and Angela. We're going to be talking about our 20s. Um, Obviously, me and Angela are both very much in our 20s. um, And we often have like discussions about like how hard and annoying it is. Um, So Jackie Ina made a video called Are Our 20s Overrated? And for those of you who don't know Jackie Ina, she's um, a beauty YouTuber. She's like one of the most biggest booty YouTubers on the platform on YouTube. Um, Which by the way, like speaking of Queens, I love Jackie Ina so much. Love her. (laughs) Um, She often makes like videos on like life and stuff. And I just like eat that shit up. But yes, she made a video called are our twenties overrated. And basically she kind of reflects back on her twenties and you know, talks about like struggles and things that she went through. And like, I think even in the video, she's talking to her younger sister, who's like in her 20s. And 
they kind of have like a dialogue on like, oh, is this true? Like, do you relate? Um, so we're going to kind of have a similar thing. We kind of wrote out all the topics that um, she talked about in that video. And we're just going to go through them and see like if they're valid, if they're legit, if we relate to them, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So the first topic that she discussed in this video was not having money. Um, a lot of us in our 20s are starting like careers for the first time. A lot of us are like in college still, like we're just in all different types of like, we're very much in the beginning stages of like jobs and stuff. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So uh, one thing she said was that you're like blossoming blossoming into adulthood, but you can't afford it. Um, How do you feel about that, Angela? Absolutely. It takes a lot to be able to afford nice things. You know, Jackie said it herself in her video. She didn't start buying expensive clothes and all, you know, all the things that she has until way later. I don't even think in her 20s, probably like nearing 30. And um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think not having, not coming from money, not having money has made me work harder to have the money that I have. Like, has made me want to become financially literate because that's not something they teach you in school, like whatsoever. And if your parents don't know, well, shit, you're out of luck. You don't know either. Um, and I, I think it's made me who I am. Like I know you and I, Dylan, have had experiences of being in college and seeing people around us like have fucking designer brand everything, like not have to work. And that really is a luxury if you're a college student that does that never had to work, just I mean, that's awesome for you, but really like count your blessings because not everybody has that in like it, it, it's made me who I am. And I think that when I blossom into wealth, you know, not having to depend on a job check by check to live, then it's I'm going to be very, very happy. Like that's going to be a main source of my happiness, most likely. And just gratitude because, you know, that 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 for me is success, like not necessarily being rich, but just not having to depend on anybody for my own money, right? For my own living. What about you? I feel like I just want to be comfortable. Like, I don't necessarily want to be like the richest person, like huge mansion. Like, that's honestly not like, don't get me wrong. That'd be nice. (laughs) But that's not necessarily what I aspire to be. And yeah, like, you kind of hit it on the nose. Like, um, I I when I was in college I was broke as shit like I barely had to I remember like twenty dollars was like so much money. It <laughs> for was <me> in college. <laughs> getting Chipotle uh, and Starbucks at the same day. Oof, shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it definitely it makes me thankful. I mean, I'm definitely not rich now, but I'm definitely I make more than I did in college, and I'm just so grateful that I can buy a Chipotle and Starbucks in the same day and like not have to worry (laughs) like just those little things like have uh, like I'm so grateful for and I definitely like I definitely want to make more money and like be more comfortable and be more financially literate which you know I'm definitely not perfect I feel like I've said definitely so many times I'm so sorry (laughs) um I'm not perfect like I fuck up, you know, I could save better. Um, but it's a process and I'm really, I really want to get better with saving money um, because I do have goals and stuff. And 
<sighs> yeah, being financially stable is one of them. <laughs> um, so the next topic that she talked about was there are a lot of firsts in your 20s. There are a lot of things that you're experiencing for the first time and nobody tells you how to navigate those experiences. Um, and something that she mentioned was like, sometimes you don't have people to go to, like you can't go to your friends because like your friends are also experiencing the same things as you. Um, what do you think about that, Angela? I think that's true. Um, surround yourself with not just good friends, but for me, something like after college, uh, I just started really curating what it was that I was watching on YouTube, seeing on Instagram, following on Twitter, because that stuff at the end of the day really makes a difference. Um, surround yourself with positive things that will make you grow in some way, you know, with either with your health or with the with your your perspective on things, like hearing different opinions or reading books that you don't know anything about or spiritual growth, mental growth, all of those things that like, if you don't have an older sibling really to go to, um, I think that might be something to help. And also choosing friends, like just, I heard this thing a while ago on another podcast. Um, and this girl, she was just saying like, pay attention to who, you, when you hang out with people, like, do they make you feel after you're done hanging out with them? Do they make you feel like happy, energized, liberated? Do they give you wings or do they bring you down? You're like so much can influence you during this time. So just there's no time for fake friends. There's no time for any of that mess. Like, you know, be accountable and, and choose what you want in life. You have so much power. And I, I do think it really helps if you have somebody to look up to. I didn't have an older sibling, but I had cousins who um, they were about five years older than me. And, you know, one of them was in college and just him, him going, him applying, him being there. In my mind growing up, it made it so much easier for me to think, oh, I can do that too. You know, so I hope everyone has at least like maybe like a cousin's friend or you or somebody that you can look, point to and say, oh, if they're doing it, I I, I can too. There's no reason. I feel like the self-help guru really jumped out in you. He's always there. <laughs> Angela's going to write a book one day. <laughs> um no, I completely agree. And I do have older siblings and I'm blessed because I feel like I did learn a lot from them. But regardless, like there were so many things like in college and even like the beginning stages of my 20s that I had no fucking idea how to how to do. And I just remember kind of I still kind of feel like sometimes I look, you know, towards my friends for help and I'm like, but you guys are doing the exact same dumb shit that I'm doing. <laughs> so I feel like sometimes that doesn't really help, but I think you made a good point of being like, curate the content that you consume. And I think that's why me and Angela really gravitate towards like uh, Jackie, people like Jackie, Ina who make videos about like, you know, your twenties and stuff and can give you just like a real breakdown of what it's like to you know go through this stage of life because it is difficult it is very confusing and it's kind of nice watching somebody who has been through those experiences and can just like give you the no bullshit version of it you know mm -hmm. um so yeah i really i really resonate with that 
Um, another thing that she talked about was thinking that like all of your experiences that you're experiencing now are like going to severely impact you down the line. So for example, like the job you have now uh, can feel like, oh my gosh, like this is the job I'm going to have forever. And like, oh my gosh, what the fuck did I do with my life? And speaking from personal, I can personally attest to this because I feel like that all the time. Like I'm very much the type of person that I like, I want to always do the right thing. And like, I hate, hate, hate failing at things. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I feel like that so much. I feel like, fuck, like, what am I doing? Is like, this is going to impact me. Like when I'm 40, I'm going to look back on this time in my life and be like, you're such a fucking idiot. Like, why did you do that? What do you, how do you, how do you feel? Do you feel the same way? Sort of. I, I just think that I'm like very stubborn and I like to make my own mistakes, but I don't know. I don't necessarily feel the same way you do about it because I think like you're going to mess up anyway and your own message are going to be your own and you just have to own it. Like if you fuck up, if you fail in some way, you have to own your failure. And the only way you're going to learn, this is a big Sean lyric. Uh, what is it? Like it says regret or regret only exists if you haven't learned your lesson or haven't forgiven yourself. And I think that's so true. As long as you learn your lesson, as long as you learn to forgive yourself, then you're going to be fine. Like, But I hate failing. I know, but your 20s are a time for you to specifically fail. Like, you have to fail. You don't want to fail when you're 50 or 40 or 30. I mean, you might, but we're young. We kind of have that to our advantage now. Like, you can fuck up and still live fine a year from now or even less than that. Like, your fuck-ups do not define you. They probably just point you towards the right direction. What do you? What are you specifically scared of failing, though? I my one of my biggest fears and I'm not even joking is being like 40, 50, 60, whatever. And looking back on my life and being like, why did I like, why did I do that? Like I should have done X, Y, and Z and having just like this wave of regret go over me like that dead ass, like that keeps me awake at night. And that's something that I'm genuinely scared of. <laughs> Fear can be your biggest teacher if you face it. Yeah, but fear is also a oompa loompa body yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 so what's Wait, the question? Um, but that's actually something that Jackie Ina said in her video. She was like, um, the good thing about your 20s is that you can you most likely have the opportunity to fail because you are so young. You likely don't, well, I shouldn't say you likely don't have to worry about kids because there are a lot of people in their twenties who have kids, but the stakes are general, general, can I fucking talk? Oh my gosh. The stakes are generally lower than when you're like older. Cause like, you don't want to be fucking up and like doing stupid ass shit when you're like 50, like that's a bug. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not too worried. I'm just going to follow my gut. Hey, I've done that so far and I'm okay. And just be done. Like, you have to be kind to yourself. If you do mess up, it's going to be okay. Everything passes. You're fine. I'll tell that to my therapist on Thursday. 
<laughs> Wait, I have my therapy appointment this week. Uh-huh. I wonder if the election is going to really fuck me up. <laughs> Girl, if it does, you know, at least you are going to therapy. I know. No, yeah, it's good timing. <laughs> the next thing that she mentioned was normalizing not having it all figured out. Like when you're 19, 20, 21, sometimes we want to do things and sometimes we do things and they turn out to be things that we hate. So like, uh, whether it be like a career field or a college major or a relationship, like sometimes we pursue things and it turns out like, oh, I actually fucking hate this. What do you, how do you feel about that? I think that's part of making mistakes. I think that's normal. It's not normal to have it all figured out at 21, know exactly what you're going to go into, know exactly what you're going to do and what you want. I think it's important. Like this is another quote. Here comes another self help thingy. Self help and coming out to save the day. Um, like wait, that's your alter ego. <laughs> self help. I think I have I have two alter egos. One that wants to fight at a club, and then one who wants to give you self help. That's <laughs> <laughs> me. <laughs> so I heard that in a career, you're supposed to be following your own passion like whatever makes you happy minus the money minus everything like follow follow that instead of the specific job title or money you know even though we all love money like you know it's don't don't chase that specifically don't do something you hate and I've seen I'm just 23 and I've had like two jobs post-college and I have seen people literally not have a life and just dedicate themselves to their fucking job when they're 20 like there was this one girl, I'm not going to drop any names here, but she would live, breathe and eat her work. She was, she was so stressed all the time, every day. I'm like, dude, why are you taking on extra work? Why are you like staying here until 7 p.m.? Like it's not worth it. These bosses don't care. Like they don't care. You're not going to get a raise. Like surprise, it's not going to happen. You're just being dumb. And even I see that too. And like where I'm working now, like people way older than me they're they're from a different generation and they're okay working nine to five like for the rest of their life like kill me if that's gonna be me just just take me out now god like i don't want to do that wait can we talk about how much we hate nine to fives Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's not normal that is not normal fuck a fuck a nine to five like obviously like me and angela both work nine to fives but that's not like our goal in life not that there's if you love working nine to fives like more power to you but no like i'm sorry i can't i can't imagine working nine to five for the rest of my life like if that's the case just kill me now let's normalize (laughs) like i would be okay working like five to six hours every day that's fine and i feel like that's like like even when you work an eight hour day like your most productive self is those like five to six hours. 100%. I don't understand. And there are some people that really like some like business owners or just fucking people who really want that. It's not like we're, it's not like we're at a factory making something that we have to be on the clock. Like, no, honey, we're at an office job. Like we can do this home. If anything, our mental uh, productivity matters most. So find a way to incentivize your 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 uh, employees to do the most work in the least time 
I just feel like when, and I'm saying when, because I do want to start my own business and be my own boss. I have no idea what that looks like. But when I do, like, I just have very specific things that I want to implement that are so contrary to, like, this nine to five system, this, like, very old school system that's kind of instilled in us and instilled in the fabric of the American workforce. Yeah, I agree. I think we got kind of off topic, though. So I, I, to- <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, <laughs> I just needed it to be said. How much? No, we of course, I, I like getting off topic, but I think it's normal. Like y'all, if you're younger than 23, <laughs> if you're still in college, just know, follow your gut. Don't be afraid to mess up. Like it's normal not to have it all figured out. I don't know who the fuck said a sad lie, but literally, it's normal to not have shit figured out till you're 30. Like you're fine. Like I keep saying, like so much. Um. It's okay to not have it figured out. Nobody does. Nobody does. Yeah, and also, like, I mean, I can personally relate to this because I did um, I did major in something that I, like, ended up hating. And I don't know. I took that very hard because, like I said, I like I like to do things, like, right the first time. So that was difficult for me. But... Like I bounce back and, you know, I'm just thankful that I'm not pursuing something just because that's what I, you know, initially started with. Like, even if you're doing something, whether it's a job or a major or a relationship or like whatever, even if it's just like, I don't know, an exercise routine and you find that it's not working for you, like it's okay to pivot. Like, Mm -hmm. You're, you're going to be fine. Yeah. I'm fine, like, you're going to be fine. Yeah, you need to. And if, if you don't do that, that's when you're going to regret it. Like if That's you when you have regrets, yes. Yeah, from anything, you're right. Even from friendships, relationships, like, where you live, everything. You got to try. You got to make calculated risks and try something. Yes. Um, and then the last thing she talked about, we kind of already touched on this, was, like, struggles saving money or like having trouble saving money effectively Mm -hmm. which I again like I fucking relate to and I'm trying to work on like I I think I a channel that's really helped me um is called the financial diet on YouTube Mm -hmm. and I don't know they talk about like finances and financial literacy but in a very like engaging way so if you're looking for like some sort of content on like finance and money saving, like the financial diet, I stand. I love. Yeah. And that, that goes along too with what I think, like manifest what it is that you want. Surround yourself with information, like influencers, books, YouTube videos, songs that talk about what it is that you want. Other YouTubers like Graham Steven, he's one, he's a millionaire and he's 29, I think. And he achieved that all on his own too. Didn't go to college. I love Shark Tank. Oh my God. I love every single shark. I'm just obsessed with them. Cause you know, they're all entrepreneurs and they're all self-made too. Just whatever it is that you want, you can make it happen. Write it down, sleep on it, pray on it. Don't let go of your dream. Don't let anybody else like influence something that you don't want, make you unhappy, toxic relationships, you know, 
Like, just don't, it's not worth it, honey. You're, you're the golden ticket here. You're the prize, you know? Self-help and <laughs> hey. in full effect right now. We're like, regular Angela has left the building. <laughs> We're talking about a 20s. I think it's important to help yourself and be self-reliant. I, I know, I'm joking. I just think it's funny because I feel like there, there's like a glow in your eyes when you talk about any sort of self-help topic. And it's just, it's so cute to see you like <laughs> so passionate. I think it'd be appropriate to end this podcast with talking about where it is that we want to be when we're 30. Oof. And that's another thing that I'm sort of like obsessed over. Like I don't, I want to be like at a certain point when I'm 30 of like not making dumbass mistakes. So like to be more specific, I do want to be like financially independent, like on my own. I want to be, um, I want to deal with my traumas and deal with like all of my emotional baggage so that I'm not dealing with this shit by the time that I'm 30. Um, I want to be like in a, healthy stable relationship not necessarily like married or whatever but in a good relationship I want to have my own business whatever that looks like um and I just want to be content like I don't have to be the happiest person in the world of course that would be amazing but for me I want to be secure and content with myself and my life choices that's like and amongst like many other things but those are like the main things for me that I want by the time I'm 30. That's good. That's your, yeah, that is absolutely what I am for too. Just overall being happy spiritually, mentally, emotionally, growing from my pain, growing from my traumas, like learning to let go. That's a huge thing I have a problem with, letting go of anything, um, evolving with change. Um, and specifically, like I, I do want to be, I do want to have wealth, not be, I'm not after just like being a millionaire, but I'm just after being secure, giving myself that security, being an entrepreneur, giving myself that peace of mind that I can live and breathe every day, doing whatever it is that I want. I don't want to live at the mercy of anybody, not even a job, you know? Um, and I'm, I would be so grateful if I had my health, if I lived in it, if I had multiple properties that I could make passive income off of, like live travel. I do want to have a family. I don't want to have a lot of dogs. I want to like at least, if I can't have dogs, you know, more than one or two, I want to just like foster or like walk dogs. Just want dogs, okay. <laughs> I do. I want to help animals. <laughs> that's what I want. Like when I'm 30, I want to be glowing. I want to like make sure my current skincare, sunscreen every day, niacinamide, vitamin C serum, all that. Oh, I, need, I need to have laser hair removal. Like, way before I'm 30. Like, I don't want yeah. to shave my body ever again. Yeah, same. Like, I don't want to have any... I want to be in good shape. I want to be happy. Same. I want to have no no acne scarring because I've had... I want to be a zaddy. A zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know what? If I'm single when I'm 30, I'm okay with that too. Like, I'm not going to, like, you know, hammer myself. Like, oh my God, I have to be married by the time I'm 30. I'm so old. Like, no, 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 honey. Like... There's something cool and sexy about dating in your 30s. Like, okay, you know, 
We've seen sex in the city. We know what's up. <laughs> and if I do have, and I would want this to have a forever partner, you know, I don't know by then, but just in life, like I would be happy to. I feel like we should do an episode on like marriage and dating because there's some opinions that we may have. <laughs> I want our listeners to submit questions, please. Like, advice you can remain anonymous it's okay we won't spill your tea like just submit questions like relationship advice like i don't know what to do with my life please let self-help angie save the day (laughs) (laughs) yeah and aside from from yelling at people i really like giving motivational talks so no dead ass like i'm not even joking angela is literally the best person at like giving advice I tell her all the time like I think you miss your calling as a like therapist or a psychologist because she's really good at like listening to people and like giving advice but not being too like overly invasive or like saying it in a way that's like judgmental like love you bitch thank you (laughs) I just want the whole world to be happy and I don't think I'd be a good therapist because I would literally tell people what to do. Like, I think as a therapist, you really <laughs> have to, like, keep a balance and the Virgo in me won't let me do that. So I just imagine you're like in your therapy session. You're like, you need to dump his ass. Yeah, I would do that. <laughs> but I would. Girl, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> okay well with that being said i think that is a good end to this podcast thank you all so much for listening yeah we appreciate it so much please share this podcast with other people we're just getting started so it would mean the whole world to us if you share like i don't know i think there's an option for you to rate our podcast for apple podcast for apple yes Mm -hmm. so we're we're available on there so please show, show us some love we're just two little two messy virgos trying to make it in this big world in this messy world (laughs) okay Okay, well thank you guys and make sure to vote please fucking vote bye bye